This is the Adventist World Radio, and you are listening to the Voice of Hope. For more information, please feel free to write to us. Our email address is Bible at awr dot org, or you could also call us on WhatsApp at plus one two two four two 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 zero seven seven seven. From the studio of Adventist World Radio, Pune. A very warm welcome to you. This is our international English service. In our program today, we bring you an inspiring message and songs of praise. You will hear God's word to strengthen you spiritually. You are listening to Adventist World Radio, the Voice of Hope. To tell you what I think of Jesus, since I found in Him a friend so strong and true, I would tell you how He changed my life completely. He did something that no other friend could do.
on our programs, you are welcome to write to us on this postal address. Adventist Media Center, Post Box 1446, Market Yard, Pune, 411037, Maharashtra, India. You can also log into our website to hear all our programs, which is www.awr.org. Before we hear God's word, here's a melodious song. of Adventist Media Center, Pune. We have Helen Jacob presenting God's Word. Greetings, dear listeners. Today's topic is From Guilty Sinner to Forgiven Saint. Wow, what a wonderful topic of hope. Let's bow our heads for prayer. Thank you, dear Lord, for another beautiful day. As we study your word today, please send your Holy Spirit to guide and lead us. Please bless our listeners. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Discover series guide number 13. There were no fingerprints. No weapon was ever discovered. No one saw the murderer enter the office of the doctor. No one even heard the shots ring out. But the doctor was found sprawled behind his desk. Five bullets had pierced his shirt. It seemed the perfect crime. The police at once could find no clues. But then they noticed a tiny wire attached to a pencil holder on the doctor's desk. The wire led to a tape recorder in a desk drawer. The pencil holder had realized actually sealed a microphone that the doctor used to record his conversations with the patient he was counseling. 
the investigators quickly rewound the tape and to their amazement began to listen to a replay of the actual crime a man named anthony had entered the office and began a heated argument with the doctor shots rang out the tape ended with the terrible moans of the doctor dying on the carpet every awful detail had been recorded the murderer thought his crime would forever remain a secret he'd been so careful to leave no clues but the tape recorder told the whole story in this guide we're going to learn about god's final judgment when the human beings are judged according to what they have done as recorded in the books revelation 20:12 for those who have not accepted christ as their savior it will be bad news but the judgment is wonderfully good news for those who found security in christ let us ponder on a few steps step number 1 how can you face the judgment unafraid who will judge the world the father judges no one but has entrusted all judgment to the son john 5:22 how did the cross prepare christ to become our judge god presented him that is jesus as a sacrifice of atonement through faith in his blood he did this to demonstrate his justice so as to be just and the one who justifies those who have faith in jesus romans 3:25 and 26 christ's death as a substitute enables him to act as both a just judge and a glorious justifier who can forgive the repentant sinner when the watching universe asks the question how can an impartial judge declare a guilty person not guilty christ can answer by pointing to the scars in his hands he has received the just penalty for our sins in his own body the books of heaven preserve a record of every individual life and these records are utilized in the judgment revelation 2012 that's the bad news for those who imagine their secret sins and crimes will never return to haunt them but there is wonderful good news for all who have sincerely accepted christ as their advocate in heaven the blood of jesus purifies us from all sins 1 john 1:7 how does jesus offer in exchange for our life of sin god gave him just christ who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of god 2 corinthians 5:21 our life of sin is exchanged for christ's perfect life of righteousness because of jesus's sinless life and death god can forgive us and treat us as if we've never sinned what qualifies jesus to be our advocate and judge step number 2 christ came on time at his baptism jesus was anointed by the holy spirit as soon as jesus was baptized he went out of the water at that moment heaven was opened and he saw the spirit of god descending like a dove and lighting on him and a voice from heaven said this is my son whom i love with him i am well pleased matthew 3:16 and 17 following christ anointing by the holy spirit at his baptism the disciples announced we have found the messiah the christ john 1:41 the disciples knew that the hebrew word messiah and the greek word christ both mean the anointed one 
Luke, a disciple of Jesus, recorded the date of Jesus' anointing as the Messiah as the 15th year of Tiberius Caesar. Luke 3.1 To us, that would be the year A.D. 27. More than 500 years before Jesus came, the prophet Daniel predicted that Jesus would be anointed as the Messiah in A.D. 27. From the issuing of the decree to restore the rebuilt Jerusalem until the anointed one, there will be seven sevens, that is weeks, and sixty-two sevens, which is weeks, Daniel 9.25. Seven weeks and sixty-two weeks total, sixty-nine weeks, or 483 days. In symbolic biblical prophecy, each day equals one year. Ezekiel 4.6 and Numbers 14.34. So the 483 days equals 483 years. Daniel predicted that a command would go forth to restore and rebuild Jerusalem. And exactly 483 years after this command, the Messiah would appear. Did Jesus appear as the Messiah at the appointed time? Artaxerxes issued the decree to rebuild Jerusalem in 457 BC, Ezra 7, 7-26. The 483 years then ended in AD 27. The decree went forth during the year 457 and Christ was anointed during AD 27, making them both partial years so the correct time would be 483 years. At the very time appointed, in AD 27, Jesus appeared with the message, The time has come, Mark 1.15. The accurate fulfillment of this Bible prophecy is impressively confirmed that Jesus of Nazareth is indeed the Messiah, God in human flesh. How long was Jesus to confirm the promise? He will confirm a covenant, a promise, with many for one seven weeks. That's in Hebrew terms. Daniel 9.27, the first part. When we apply the year-day principle, this week would be seven years. So for seven years, from AD 27 to AD 34, Jesus would confirm a covenant or promise. He has made to Adam and Eve shortly after they sinned. God made a covenant, a promise, that he would save the human race from sin through the death of someone he would send to die for our sins. Genesis 3.15 What was to happen in the middle of this 70th week? In the middle of this seventh week, he would put an end to sacrifice and offering. Daniel 9.27, last part. Jesus was sacrificed in AD 31 in the middle of the week. At that moment of Christ's death, God tore the curtain of the temple in two from top to bottom. Matthew 27.51 the sacrificial offering about to be slain, a symbol of Christ, the Lamb of God, escaped from the priest's hand. This was a sign that God no longer wanted humanity to offer animal sacrifices. Fulfilling prophecy down to the letter, Jesus put an end to any need for further sacrifice to be offered. Since Christ's death, people gain access to God not through animal sacrifices and human priests, but through the Messiah, the Lamb of God, and our High Priest. Step number three, the assurance of sins forgiven. 
According to Daniel's prophecy, why did Jesus die? The anointed one will be cut off, but not for himself. Daniel 9.26 At his death on the cross, Jesus was cut off. He died, but not for himself, not to pay a penalty for his own sin, but to pay the penalty for sins of the entire world. How can we know that God has forgiven all our sins? Righteousness from God comes through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. All have sinned and are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus, through faith in His blood. Romans 3, 22-25 The key point in these verses are, We all have sinned, but because of God's grace, all are justified, who have faith in the cleansing power of Christ's blood. When we are justified, God declares us not guilty, taking away the guilt of our past sins. And God declares us righteous. Righteousness from God comes through faith in Jesus Christ. All of us who have worn out by the struggle to be good enough to measure up to our own can find real rest in Christ's gracious acceptance. He promises, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Matthew eleven twenty-eight. All of us who are burdened by scars from the past and by an aching sense of inadequacy and shame can find peace and wholeness in Christ. Step number four, the time for the judgment to begin. In the eighth chapter of Daniel, an angel showed the prophet a great panorama of the future. Daniel saw one, a ram, two, a he-goat, and three, out of one of the horns, of the he goat, another horn which started small and grew in power. Daniel nine eight and nine. Symbols representing one Medo Persia, two Greece, and three Rome. Daniel eight one to twelve. What is the fourth part of the prophecy? How long will it take for the vision to be fulfilled? The vision concerning the daily sacrifice. He said to me, it will take two thousand three hundred evenings and mornings, or days when the sanctuary will be reconsecrated or cleansed. Daniel eight thirteen and 14 Daniel fainted before the angel could explain the 2,300-day part of the prophecy, and the 8th chapter closes with no interpretation of it. But later, the angel reappeared and stated, Understand the vision. Seventy weeks are decreed for your people and your holy city to finish transgression. To put, an, uh, to put an end to sin, to atone for wickedness. Daniel 9, 22-24 The 2,300 days are, of course, 2,300 years, each day standing for a year. Ezekiel 4, 6 Seventy weeks or 490 years constituted the first session of the longer period of the 2,300 years. Both time periods started in 457 B.C., when Persia issued the decree to restore and rebuild Jerusalem. Subtracting 490 years from the 2,300 years leaves 1,810. Adding 1,810 years to AD 34, when the 490 years ended, brings us to AD 1844. Step 5. The heavenly sanctuary cleansed a judgment. The angel told Daniel, that in 1844, at the end of the 2,300 years, the sanctuary will be cleansed. Daniel 8, 14 
But what does that mean? Since AD 70, when the Romans destroyed the temple at Jerusalem, God's people had no temple on earth. So the sanctuary to be cleansed, beginning in 1844, has to be the heavenly sanctuary on which the earthly temple was a replica. Now what does the cleansing of the heavenly sanctuary mean? Ancient Israel called the day for cleansing the earthly sanctuary Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement. It was really a day of judgment. As we discovered in Guide 12, Christ's activity for us in the sanctuary has two phrases. One, the daily sacrifices focus on the priest's ministry in the first room of the sanctuary, the holy place. Two, the yearly sacrifice concentrates on the high priest's ministry in the second room, the most holy place, Leviticus 16. In the earthly sanctuary, as people confess their sins day by day, the blood of the slaughtered animals was sprinkled on the corner of the altar, then transferred to the holy place, Leviticus 4 and 6. Thus, in symbol, day after day, the confessed sins were brought into the sanctuary and laid up there. Then each year, on the Day of Atonement, the sanctuary was cleansed from all sins confessed during the past year, Leviticus 16. To effect this cleansing, the high priest made a special sacrifice on a consecrated goat. He then carried its blood into the most holy place and sprinkled its this cleansing blood before the atonement cover to show that the blood of Jesus, the coming Redeemer, would pay the penalty for sin. The high priest then symbolically removed the confessed sins from the sanctuary and placed on the head of the another goat, which was led out into the wilderness to die. Leviticus 16, 20-22 This ceremony on the yearly day of atonement cleanses sanctuary from sin. The people regarded it as a day of judgment because those who refused to confess their sins were considered unrighteous and were cut off from God's people. What the high priest did symbolically once a year, Jesus does once for all as our high priest. Hebrews 9, 6-12 In the great judgment day, he removes from the sanctuary the confessed sins of all who have accepted him as a savior. If we have confessed our sins, he will forever blot out the record of our sins at that time. Acts three nineteen. This ministry is the work of judgment that Christ began in 1844. In 1844, when the hour of God's judgment began in heaven, a judgment hour message began to be preached throughout the world. Revelation 14, 6 and 7. A future discovery, discover guide will deal with this message. Step number 6. Facing our life record in the judgment. Since 1844, Christ, as judge, has been investigating the record of each person who has ever lived to confirm who will be among the saved when Jesus comes. As our judge, Christ wipes out all of the sins of the righteous from the life record in heaven. Acts 3.19 When your names come up in judgment, it will be easy to face your life record. If you've accepted Christ as your substitute, and when the judgment of the righteous is finished, Jesus returns to earth to reward them. Revelation 22, 12 and 14 Are you ready for Jesus to come? Or is there something you've been hiding from him? Do you have an open and honest relationship with the one who promises? If we confess your sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness.
1 John 1.9. Confession simply means agreeing to face our sins, accept God's forgiveness, and acknowledge our need of His power and grace. While visiting a prison in Potsdam, King Frederick William I listened to a number of pleas for pardon. All the inmates swore that prejudiced judges, prejured witnesses, or unscrupulous lawyers were responsible for their imprisonment. From cell to cell, the same story of wrong innocence continued. But at one cell, the inmate had nothing to say. Surprised, Frederick joked, I suppose you are innocent too. No, Your Majesty, the man, the man answered. I am guilty and richly deserve all that I get. The king turned to the guard and called out loudly, Come and release this rascal quickly before he corrupts this fine lot of innocent people. How do we prepare for the judgment? How do we get ready for Christ to come? Simply by an honest confession of the truth. I richly deserve the penalty of death for my sin, but another has taken my place and given me wonderful pardon. Make a commitment right now that whatever happens, you will keep your relationship with Christ eye-to-eye honest and heart-to-heart sincere. Let's close with a prayer. Thank you, dear Lord, for your sacrifice and for pardoning our sins. Help us, Lord, to build a lasting relationship with you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless and keep you safe. Good day, dear listeners. With this, we have almost come to the end of our broadcast. To know more on God's Word, you are always welcome to write to us. Adventist Media Center, Post Box 1446, Market Yard, Pune, 411037 Maharashtra, India And you can email us at helenrichesv at gmail.com helenrichesv at gmail.com H-E-L-E-N R-I-C-H-E-S-V at gmail.com You can contact us with your prayer requests and your interest for Bible study at these numbers. Center of Digital Evangelism CDE 000-800-040-040-1704 Or you can message us directly at plus one Seven four seven two eight two two eight eight zero. Our WhatsApp number is plus nine one nine zero 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 eight nine zero nine three. And you can email us at Helen Riches V at Gmail dot com. H E L E N R I C H E S V at Gmail dot com. We invite you to visit us on our website www.awr.org. This is David. And I am Madhuri signing off at 
AWR. Do join us again along with your family and friends. Till then, we wish you goodbye, goodbye and, and God, God bless. bless. This is the Adventist World Radio, and you are listening to the Voice of Hope. For more information, please feel free to write to us. Our email address is bible at awr dot org, or you could also call us on WhatsApp at plus one two two four two 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 zero seven seven seven. 